Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. This League Uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Everybody, thanks for joining us for a very special edition of This League Uncut. We've got a special guest, but I want to give a little build-up first. Stein here with Chris Haynes. March 22nd, the Warriors came to Dallas, and everybody kind of sees that as the protest game. That what that's, that's what that game is known for. The Dallas Mavericks filed a protest over a play in the third quarter, protest deny, but I don't want to talk about all that because to me, the most important thing that happened was after the game in the hallway near the Warriors locker room, I ran into a famous podcaster named Draymond Green and (laughs) I made him a proposal and I said, how about we do a home and home podcast where he comes on with Chris and I And then eventually down the road, we go on his pod and face the music and take some questions about the media that I'm sure he's been wanting to ask us for a while. And somehow, some way, I convinced him that this was a good idea. So welcome to this league uncut, a hearty welcome to Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors. Stiney, I appreciate it, my brother. I'm excited. Haynes, thank you. Dre definitely got the short end of that deal right there. <laughs> I might get executive of the year for that trade. 
Because this pod needs him more than his pod needs us. Oh, man. Tell me about it. No, nah, Dre, appreciate you, brother, for coming on, man. Absolutely, man. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, You know, I don't, I don't ever look at it that way. Obviously, um, my podcast has garnered a lot of attention. But I know that attention is not possible without support, you know. And um, that's support from you guys in the media. That's support from the NBA. Um, you know, that's support, obviously, from the fans and listeners. So I don't I don't take that for granted at all. And I never look at it um, that way, although I know you are half joking, but I, I never look at it that way. I, I, I see this, you know, um, and I always speak about old media and new media. And <clears throat> the thing that I always think is lost in translation is there there's a space for both. And I think, you know, that's everyone always lose that side of it. So, you know, like you guys know, I, I maintain a, a great relationship with you guys because I, I think it's totally necessary. And then not you, Haynes, but Steiny. I, I love Steiny to death. That's my guy. <laughs> I understand. No offense taken. No offense taken. I understand. My hype man. Now I got a hype man. I need it too. Um, well, let's just get to it. Um, this is obviously the fourth time that the Warriors have defended a championship. Where would you rank it in terms of, has this been the hardest title defense? That's what it looks like to me as an outsider. It's 100% been the hardest um, title defense. And quite frankly, I think um, it's warranted. It's warranted in, in, in several ways. Uh, you know, when you get when you get to a space of like where we are, where we've won now four championships, that gap between you and other guys it continues to grow and grow. Well, with that gap growing is also the experience or lack thereof. And I think for us, where we've done this now, like you said, four times. For the vast majority of our group, this is the first time. And learning how to defend a championship while growing into different roles. Like, for instance, I'll use Jonathan Kaminga as an example. Jonathan Kaminga is defending his first championship. Jonathan Kaminga is also growing as a player and as an individual, as a young man, you know, uh, learning how to play a role in the NBA, learning the things that you need to do getting consistent minutes, whereas he didn't play consistent minutes last year. And so um, <clears throat> there's a learning curve that comes with that. And I think, you know, you've seen us be a product of that learning curve. By no means am I saying our season is Jonathan Kaminga's fault. I hope no one takes that that way. Um, but there's a learning curve that comes with learning how to defend a championship, and we've experienced that a bit. Dre, when, when you talk about defending championships and this this season being the hardest, I, I'm, I'm talking about you individually now. When you look at your defensive run, you know, I, t tell me this, Dre. So I've always thought about this, like, when it's time for voters to put in their ballots, when it's time for writers to put in their ballots for all defensive teams, defense is always probably the toughest award to try to, you know, get, get a candidate finalized because unlike points, you know, defense, there's not a stat. Like, so you got defensive, uh, you got defensive rating, mm -hmm. you got team, 
defensive rating. But I think Draymond, let me know what you think about this. I think there needs to be not an advanced analytic, but just a regular analytics on a regular stat, I should say, on let's see what an opponent's field goal percentage is against Draymond. Let's see how often Draymond can make them miss, Mm -hmm. make them either pass the ball or or turn. And and that's an easy stat you can, you know, because, you know, it's it's hard to, if you're not watching Warriors get a lot of play, but if there's another team out there and a player is dominant on a subpar team, a lot of writers or voters are not watching that game. And Mm -hmm. so they, they can't tell if a guy's a good defender because defense is not all about steals and blocks. Absolutely not. It's about shutting your man down, like doing the best to to limit his his um defense. But there's not a stat mm-hmm. for that. What is the best way for you? You think that voters can look at that uh, a defensive player and and try to judge on if he's good or not? Well, I think I think uh, one of the things that ends up happening, and you kind of just hinted at it, it's like if you're not watching, it's hard to gauge it, you know, because like, for instance, if you watch it or if you watch stats, per se, um, steals or blocks, it doesn't always tell the story. Quite frankly, there are a lot of terrible defenders that just play passing lanes. And so if you get steals, like, all right, you're playing a passing lane, how many all right, say you had two steals, but how many backdoor cuts did you give up or how many ro- uh, bad rotations did you force because you were playing a passing lane and I faked you and went the other way and now you're out of position? And so I think from that standpoint, it's always hard to gauge. Another, another thing that makes those things hard to gauge is this. 90% of the time that my man runs into a pick and roll, the guy waves him away. And now I have to go stand on the backside or try to involve myself in the action some other way because they won't bring me into the pick and roll. You know, they won't bring me into the action. It's like if the coach go out and drop an action, um, they're, they're putting the guy who I'm guarding away from the play so I'm not in the action. Like if you watch our game um, against the Thunder, uh, the most recent game against the Thunder, if you watch like the last eight minutes of that game, I was switching my matchup like every other possession because I knew what they were trying to do. They were trying to get certain defenders in the action and they were trying to figure out who I was guarding and then go away from that. So I start switching my matchup like every other possession to get involved, just to get involved in the action. And so I do think um, at some point, if there was some stats or something that we can come up with to quantify uh, defense, it would be great. Like, like people quantify points, you know, um, but it just hasn't happened. And I, I try not to worry about it too much, but at, and, and the same token, I think it, it, it is a bit unfair to defenders because you don't necessarily get that, um, that notoriety or that thing that an offensive player may get just by scoring points or just by getting assists because it's easy to just pick up the sheet of paper and read the number. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maybe this is defense. Maybe it's somewhere else. What do you do better at 33 than you did at 25? And what do you wish you had from when you were 25 compared to now? Uh, I think um, something that I do a lot better now is I used to overhelp so much. Um, I used to overhelp a ton. And and you can kind of take advantage of that. Um, I would be on three-point shooters, and I would still just go to help it three-point shooter just sit out there and shoot my eyeball out and I had to learn that uh, and that's something I would say over the last couple of years like coach Curry used to literally um struggle to leave me on a shooter and like try to get me off a shooter because I would struggle with that like that was an area that I would really struggle with and I took that as a challenge because it got to a point to where I start feeling disrespected or like coach would say well, well, we can't put Draymond on this guy. And it's like, that guy actually sucks. Like, he he just stands there and hope to catch the ball. What do you mean you can't put me on that guy? Yeah. And so I took that as a little disrespect, and that was something that I wanted to focus, not, not disrespect, literally, but I wanted to focus on that and lock in and be like, like, no, I can guard, I can guard anyone. And, and for me, that was a challenge from within to say, like, you walk around and you say, man, I can guard anyone. I can guard one through five. And yet you can't guard the guy that stands there and spot up. That's an issue. And so that was something that I really took to heart um, and, and wanted to be much better at was just um, learning how to guard shooters, because that was something that I just wasn't that good at. And what would Professor Green's theory be to explain Every time I look, the Warriors 
are in the top five defensively at home and the bottom five defensively on the road. It's been all season, usually like third and 28th. And I don't have an explanation for it. Why is this happening? Well, I think, um, <clears throat> I think when I look at it, I was saying this the other day to, to a couple close friends at home. And I think over the last week or two, it's just started to turn the corner, which is our offense. I felt like our offense, offense works in layers, especially our offense. Like in, at certain points throughout the season, you unlock certain layers to your offense. And I felt like until maybe two weeks ago, we were still on layer one. And in being on layer one, what happens is the shots that we're taking at home maybe you know it may be a little questionable and but you can overcome that at home you know and and let's be let's be honest you're going to hit more of those questionable shots at home than you are when you're on the road but only getting to layer 1 of the offense will require you to take a bunch of tough shots Bell out shots is what we like to call them. You get Steph Curry to bail you out. Clay Thompson to bail you out. Jordan Poole to bail you out at time. But on the road, those shots aren't going to go in at the same rate as they do at home. Also, your margin for error on the road is much slimmer than it is at home. And so I think when, when you watch this team in our, in our offense until recently, still being on the first layer, I think – a lot of times that affected our defense in a major way because now all of a sudden those shots don't go in. You're giving up transition buckets because the floor is imbalanced. <clears throat> on top of those guys who are you're playing with now on the road, they're shooting lights out, you know, uh, as opposed to when they're coming to your gym. Role players don't technically shoot that well on the road or play that well on the road. Now you go to their home. And those same shots, they're knocking them down. They're money. You couple that with turnovers and bad shot selection, which we've been privy to and I think we've started to get better at. And it makes it a lot tougher for your defense to survive. Then what do you face? You face um, <clears throat> you face bad body language. You face the letdown. You face, you know, uh, now all of a sudden guys are feeling sorry for themselves. And you can't play defense that way. You can't shut anyone down that way. And I think it's been a mixture of those things in, in our home and our away defense. Dre, you bring up, you know, how body language gets down and start to have your head down. And, you know, sometimes that can affect play if you get in that position. So I, I got to bring this up because I had a front row seat to this game. Dre, my, it, was, it was a game you guys played the Pelicans. I believe it was last week. And I have – so I'm working sidelines for that game. Dre, I thought you was going to get kicked out. I didn't think you was going to last. You, I'm telling you right now, if I could say what the stuff Draymond was saying to those Pelicans that like, that was a master you can't class. Say like, it. I'm watching. You really can't say now, it. I, I, I can't say it. I can't say it. Only Dre could say it if he wanted to. But I'm watching, I'm watching what he's saying to everybody. Everybody on the Pelicans. And I'm like, I'm looking over at the Pelicans to see how they're going to respond. And I'm being, I'm being dead serious with you. Like, Nobody wanted to take it there. You know, you, you've seen it. And so only thing I'm concerned about, I'm like, 
because Dre already picked up a technical already. So I'm like, he's not making it because Dre's still going. But I'm still looking. I'm looking. I'm looking at Zion. I'm looking at everybody. I'm looking. I'm like, who's going to take that? Like, who's going to take it there? And nobody took it there. The game changed. The game changed from that point on. And I, I kid you not, Stein, I would not have predicted the outcome to turn out the way that it did. But I think, Dre, to your to your point, I think you have – I think that's what people don't see is that I think people say, hey, Dre loses his cool sometimes. And I – and I will on the radio, a radio show in the Bay Area the next day. And I said, a lot of times y'all got to give him more credit. There's a lot of, he has a method to his madness. Could, could you just talk me through, like, when you get in some of those, I don't know what you would call them. I, you know, I, don't, I don't know what you would call those type of situations. But when you get in that mode, what are you trying to accomplish? And what are you trying to see from the opposition? Well, um, <clears throat> a few things. Number one is how they're going to respond to you turning the pressure up against them, how they're going to respond to you challenging them. And by the way, it gets to a point to where I'm challenging you at basketball or whatever else you want that challenge to be in. I'm willing to go there. Um, But I think the thing that people often miss is the challenge to my teammates. Because just as much as I'm challenging those guys uh, in that situation, I'm possibly more, even more challenging to my teammates because a a few things has to happen. Number one, and most importantly, you got to ride with me because if you're not going to ride with me, then, then it's over. It's all for nothing anyway. And so number one, I need to see who's going to ride with me. And I think oftentimes that gets lost in all of it. I'm I'm in that game, and this one in particular, and I'm like, yo, we're dead. Like, we got nothing going. Um, we have no energy. And, like, a couple times I went to the bench, and I'm like, yo, somebody bring some energy. Like, some someone said to me on the bench, like, yo, Draymond, we need you to bring – like, we need some energy. And I said, yo, it can't be me every night that got to that, that gotta just muster up the energy. Somebody else got to bring some energy at some point. That's one timeout. Next time we go back to the timeout. And I'm like, yo, like, what's up, man? Like, somebody bring some energy. Like, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. So now I'm like, all right, this is the last resort. I got to go out here and, and, like, completely flip this game upside down to see if we'll respond to that. Because... With that being the last resort, if we don't respond to that, our season's over anyway. Like, I felt like that game, like, we didn't win that game. That was it. Like, from not not just from a numbers perspective, but from a moral compass perspective, emotionally, that was it. This team was done if we didn't win that game. And so for me, I said, well, I'm going out here and I'm challenging everybody. But even more than I'm going to challenge them, I'm challenging my guys. And when it happened, you could immediately see, okay, I knew right away guys was answering the bell. It didn't quite change right away. Like, you know, stuff was going bad and and we needed to really, like, turn it. But you can see the tie had turned. You could see they were no longer big and bolsterous how they were. 
All of a sudden, yeah. the very next play, CJ get a wide open layup at the rim and throw it off the backboard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, B.I. come in, he get to his spot that he get to and he don't miss, missed it badly. And so I'm like, oh, we got him. We turned the ball over a couple more times. They hit a couple threes and it got, and it felt like, oh, they responded. I knew right then, like, no, we turned it over. They got a couple threes. They made them, but they hadn't responded. And so in that situation, I'm like, all right, like we got something. I walked into the locker room at halftime and I told our guys, I said, yo, I'm just telling y'all these dudes quit. They quit already. They just hit a couple shots because we turned the ball over. So let's come out this half and I'm coming out on that same thing. I'm coming out just the way I left and let's go. We can go take this game. But I had told Dante DiVincenzo in that instant. Um, Dante was like, yo, man, we can't have you get kicked out. I said, Tay, where I am right now, I cannot flip back. I'm too in it. I'm locked (laughs) in. I can't flip back. But I'm going to tell you this, Tay. Whether I'm in this game or I get thrown out of this game, this game is won. Whether I'm in it or not, we are going to win this game. I got the game right where I needed it. They about to fold. So whether I get thrown out or not, Tay, we going to win this game. And that's how I felt. And so, like I said, uh, to get back to your question, I know I explained a lot, but so many times people people can't see the game within the game. They don't understand the game within the game. And for me, I oftentimes have to play that game within the game. And it comes with backlash. It comes with people saying this and saying that. And quite frankly, not understanding me. But if I spend all my time trying to get people to understand me, I miss the boat anyway. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And when you talk about people that understand you, so I, I'm not going to say I was in that boat, but when I came from, Dre, I remember I I was covering the Cavaliers and I came over to cover you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, Dre, but uh, you was looking at me funny initially. And at <laughs> one point you said something, you, you called me a spy for the cat. <laughs> you called me a spy for the cat. <laughs> Oh, that's how I Trey, was going, hands. I'm like, yo, we over here spying on us, man. I know what this is about. <laughs> no, but I remember. So I believe it was that first year I covered you guys. And you put on, and to me, this is me covering the league 12 years now. That was the finest defensive year I've seen anybody play individually. You end up winning your first defensive player, your, your only defensive player of the year award. And I just see you in a new light, obviously being around you and seeing what you do and just seeing the, the, like what you say, like, you know, there, there's times where teams call plays, pick and roll plays, but then they see you coming over. Oh, oh no, nah, we're not going to, no, nah, we're mm-hmm. not going to use that action. Cause little things like that. So the disappointment that I, that I sense when I'm talking to players or hearing players when I don't see, I get disappointed when I don't hear them giving the same praise because they play this game. So you, you know, you got a lot of players out here that, that you know, take, take Dylan Brooks. You know, Dylan Brooks said what he said, and um, you know, there's other players for that way. There's people that say Draymond wouldn't thrive in a on another team. You know, he's only right for this team. Like when you hear that stuff, like does that get like from your peers? Does does that bother you? And then secondly, the second question of that, Dre, after Dylan Brooks said all that stuff, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a quote from him when he got drafted. Yeah, he wanted to beat Saying he wanted to beat. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I'll let you have the floor. Um, (laughs) Let you have the floor. Do I get upset or does it get under my skin when people say that? No, because I also understand that 80% of my peers don't even understand the game of basketball. Um, and, and so, you know, I've said numerous times, you got guys in the NBA that don't know how to play. Um, which I do not understand and will never understand that. You always hear that guys don't know the plays. How do you not know the plays? Well, they know the plays because you've walked through them a million times, but they don't know how to play. Like, you know, you, you turn on league pass and rest assured, you want to see some guys that don't know how to play, just start flicking through league pass. You'll see it real quick guys don't know how to play basketball so i'm very thankful to my uncle benny um and coach speedy and coach dawkins and tom Izzo, you know on laying a foundation and teaching me how to play the game of basketball because there's so many guys that just don't know how and so when you speak and say um your peers some of your peers are going to say uh, or they, they do say or feel like you wouldn't be that anywhere else. 
it's easy to say that now, but I am one of the creators of the style of basketball that we play. So when I when I arrived at this team, this team won 23 games and was not a dynasty, was not a powerhouse. So how did I figure it out? Like, was it just, um, all right, Steph and Clay were here, so now you threw Draymond in with them and Draymond benefited. Like, it doesn't really, you know, like it doesn't really add up. And so um, when, when, when guys do say that, I, I just have an understanding of how misguided they are and how much they don't understand. But quite frankly, another reason why it doesn't get under my skin because there's not really many guys in the league, if any, that can say that with any merit or say that with confidence that they've done something to outdo me in, in this league or to have a better resume than me or have won more than me. There's not many people with a better resume. And you don't build the resume I have just by benefiting off being on a team. Like, no it, it, that, that just it doesn't work that way. And so, no, it doesn't get under my skin at all. Uh, when Dylan Brooks said what he said, I, I found it quite funny. Um, I, I wasn't even going to respond to it. And then I was sitting there doing that podcast, and, and I'm in Memphis, and I'm like, I started reading it, and then I just started responding to, like, every sentence. Like, why not? I'll just go sentence by sentence and respond to it. And that was kind of what happened. But I, it doesn't get under my skin. And, and like, you know, I've had conversations with Dylan Brooks, like, you know, telling him what he need to do. And, and I, I, I'm a, I am, I take really seriously on trying to teach young guys in this league the next thing and trying to show them the way and trying to be a vet and a guy that they can look at. I always say I, I had Pete Myers was an assistant coach, uh, but also like a vet to me as well. Um, my rookie first couple of years in the league. And Pete used to tell me, he said, Draymond, I just want you to never forget two things. Number one is you get paid in this league for the next guy to get paid. Number two, you have a responsibility in this league to leave the league in a better place than you found it. And so I take that to heart and I try to teach guys. And I've had conversations with Dylan Brooks telling him what he needs to do. There's pictures out there of me talking in this ear after we beat his ass and different, you know, and, and different things of that nature and, and, you know, helping him. And by the way, I don't have any hard feelings, man. We playing basketball, bro. Like this, this is basketball at the end of the day. I'm going to go home and be with my family. You're going to go home and be with your family. I still have things that I could teach. And if there's an opportunity, I will still teach him those things. It's a very competitive league, man. And I love that you want to compete in that way. I love that, you know, you, you willing to put yourself out there that way. That don't bother me at all. Like it doesn't get under my skin at all. But if you're going to do those things, Know that it's some heat that comes with that. <laughs> and know that I'm always going to be willing to go there, and I'll go there with you as much as you want to. But you got to build a resume if you're going to go there. And you can't say stuff like that and then have clips around the Internet floating around like that because it's, it just it, it makes you look like the fan that I had already said he was. <laughs> so. Mark Stein, back with you. We were so fortunate to get a good hour with Draymond Green over the weekend and hit on so many good things that we, uh, we've we decided to split this one up. 
into two parts. So that was part one, and we'll be coming back tomorrow with part two and just more and more insight into what this season has been like for the Warriors and for Draymond Green. He talks about the Jordan Poole punch in practice. He talks about his future with the Warriors. He gives a very broad and detailed assessment about what this Western Conference looks like heading into the playoffs. So lots more with Draymond Green coming tomorrow with Stein and Haynes here on This League Uncut. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.